God said, men said, is a proof text. On this site, we prove pragmatically and scholastically that God is, and that he is the author of the scriptures, and that he will hold all men accountable to that word at a soon coming judgment day. For the believer, it is critically important to know that the scriptures are true and righteous altogether, for upon these words, all that we have to do with depends. God's glorious words are the answers to the past, the sustenance of the present, the lit path to the future, and the very literal key to eternal life in Christ Jesus. Believing these words is not just a good thing, but everything. I should note that the first and most primary proof that God is and that his word is truth is not a product of scholastic research. It is a matter of faith in Christ, repentance, a spiritual awakening from the dead, and pursuit of the cross of Calvary. This spiritual plane is superior and dominant to all other inputs combined. This revelation stands alone. God is a spirit, and he created all physical things. Therefore, spirit always precedes flesh. Salvation is not joining a church, confirmation, or whatever else is offered up on the plate of sanctimony. But salvation is of the spirit of God through the blood of Christ, and there is no other way. Romans chapter 8, verses 15 and 16. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Salvation is a spiritual thing. It is accomplished spiritually and confirmed spiritually, separate from carnal rationale. Some would then ask, what is the purpose of this website? God said, man said, stands in defense of the gospel as we are directed. We strive to prove all things as we are commanded, that we might convince the gainsayers and arm the saints with faith-building information, info that contends for the faith. Have you yet to cry out unto God for mercy? Have you been born again? Are you ready to shed the confusion and shame of this life? Are you ready for a brand new beginning full of hope and promise of a single mind? I have good news for you. Today is the day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus right now. It will be your doorway to eternal life. Do it now. We'll wait for you. Now for today's subject. God said, man said, follows a four-step proof text. One, God's word is a supremely accurate history book. We establish its bona fides via archaeology, paleontology, and ancient historical records. Two, God's word is supernaturally authored by the Spirit of God. Prophecy and the laws of probability are incorporated to establish the divine authenticity of the scriptures beyond any reasonable doubt. Three, God's word is inerrant and correct in all issues of life, temporal and eternal. A category on the navigation bar on the left is God said, man said the record. The name of this website is derived from this section. We declare God's position on a wide range of issues from honey to witchcraft. We then report the consequences man has endured as a result of his disobedience. Thus, God said, man said the record. Four. God's word is supremely accurate regarding the historicity of Jesus Christ. Ancient, non-biblical records and histories confirm the account of the New Testament. 
God said, Psalms 19.9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, Psalms 119, verse 160, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Man said, The Old Testament is not a reliable account of the past, but simply the rants of old men given the hyperbole. Now the record. The historical skeptics constantly challenge the veracity of God's word, but as in all situations, the challengers are found to be in error, or more poignantly, as Proverbs 36 states, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Archaeologists continue to certify the historical record of the Word of God. The following excerpts are from the International Jerusalem Post under the heading, Seal of the First Temple Servants Found in Jerusalem. Note that the temple mentioned in the article was built by King Solomon, the son of King David, nearly 3,000 years ago. A stone seal bearing the name of one of the families who acted as servants in the first temple and then returned to Jerusalem after being exiled to Babylonia has been uncovered in an archaeological excavation in Jerusalem's city of David, a prominent Israeli archaeologist said on January 16th. The 2,005-year-old block stone seal, which has the name Temek engraved on it, was found last week amid stratified debris in the excavation underway just outside the old city walls near the Dung Gate, said archaeologist Dr. Elot Mazer, who is leading the dig. Leading the dig, excuse me. According to the book of Nehemiah, the Temek family were servants of the first temple and were sent into exile to Babylon following its destruction by the Babylonians in 586 before Christ. The family was among those who later returned to Jerusalem, the Bible recounts. The Bible refers to the Temek family. These are the children of the province that went up out of the captivity of those that had been carried away, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away, and came again to Jerusalem and to Judah, everyone into his city. Nehemiah chapter 7 verse 6. The Nethanims, chapter 7 verse 46. The children of Temek, chapter 7 verse 55. The seal of the Temek family, Temek, excuse me, family gives us a direct connection between archaeology and the biblical sources and serves as actual evidence of a family mentioned in the Bible, she said. One cannot help being astonished by the credibility of the biblical source as seen by the archaeological find. The find was officially announced by Mazur at the 8th Annual Herzliya Conference on January 20. The archaeologist who rose to international prominence for her recent excavation that may have uncovered King's da King David's palace most recently uncovered the remnants of a wall from Nehemiah's time, end of quote. The next account is from the January-February 2008 issue of the Periodical Archaeology. The headline reads, Nebo Sarsakim Tablet, the British Museum, UK. Last June, Austrian Assyriologist Michael Gersa was doing what he has done since 1991, poring over the more than 100,000 undeciphered cuneiform tablets in the British Museum. But while analyzing records from the Babylonian city of Sippar, he made a startling discover with biblical implications. It came in the unlikely form of a tablet noting a one-and-a-half-pound gold donation to a temple made by an official or chief eunuch, Nebo Sarsakim. 
At first, I was just pleased to have found a reference to the title chief eunuch, as these officials are mentioned very rarely in the sources, says Jersa. Then it suddenly came to me that this text was very close chronologically to an episode narrated in Jeremiah 39 in which Nebo Sarsakim is mentioned and that I might actually have found the very man. So then I got quite excited and instantly went and checked and double-checked the exact spelling of the name in the Hebrew Bible and saw that it matched what I had found in the Babylonian text. The tablet is dated 595 B.C., the ninth year of Nebuchadnezzar II's reign. The book of Jeremiah relates that after Nebuchadnezzar took Jerusalem in 587 B.C., he committed the prophet Jeremiah to Nebo-Sarsakim's care. It is so incredibly rare to find people appearing in the Bible who are not kings mentioned elsewhere, says Jersa. Something like this tablet, where we see a person mentioned in the Bible making an everyday payment to the temple in Babylon and quoting the exact date, is quite extraordinary, end of quote. The Babylonian, uh, Mr. Sersakim, is listed in Jeremiah 39.3. I must mention that the Masoretic text of the King James Version does not show him as the one given charge over Jeremiah, but the point of the author is still valid. Sersakim is recorded in the scriptures and ancient Babylonian records as well. God's Word is a reliable history book. God said, Psalms 19.9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. God said, Psalms 119.160, Thy Word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Man said, The Old Testament is not a reliable account of the past, but simply the rants of old men given the hyperbole. Now you have the record.